All right, welcome back to the program, Gesundheit with Jacobus. Today we're going to be talking with uh, Kathy Garcia, who wrote the book, The Hero's Journey Through the Zodiac, The Sun Signs. It's all about transformational astrology. And we are discussing primarily relationships today. So how you can use transformational astrological principles to help you in understanding yourself and your destiny, your close relationships, your children and family, your health, your life cycle. So, Kathy, great to have you back on the program. Great to be here. Yeah, thank you much. So, special day tomorrow or tonight. You said yesterday, tonight we're going to move into summer. Or yeah. is it tomorrow? Well, we move into summer tonight, but we move into um, solstice. I think it's tw- 1028 a.m. Okay. And it's just uh, tomorrow. It's just astounding when you think that the day is more than seven hours longer hmm. than it was or will be at winter, solst- yeah, at winter yeah, solstice. Yeah. So there's that much more light. Absolutely. And, you know, mm. when you look at astrology and you learn about uh, the crosses and really it's the equinoxes and the solstices, the solstices mainly are the turnings of the year. Okay. So there have been cultures, for example, the ancient Egyptians, mm-hmm. for them, the year began at summer solstice. Huh. And because uh, the because the fixed star is Sirius, which comes up soon in Cancer, was close by and it also corresponded with the flooding of the Nile. Okay. This was a very auspicious time, but it is an auspicious time for all of us. And as we can discuss, we are moving into cancer. So if you ever wonder why cancers are so emotional, mm. why they react, well, ask yourself this month. <laughs> mm. Because we're all going to get a taste of it. I see. And really, how you do this month is going to determine the rest of the summer. In what way? Well, you need to. I mean, you make choices every day, of course, but you this, make choices every day. But you know, you're getting. You, you need to get yourself your sails set. Mm. You need to get your sails set. You need to get your sails set. You need to be on course. You need to have that anchoring within yourself of acting rather than reacting, uh-huh. which is aggravated a little bit by the heat in this part of the world, mm-hmm. uh, so that you can get through a Leo. And which is where really this bracing and part of the best way to do it is gratitude to tell you the truth. Okay. And then Virgo, which can be very hard. Mm. Virgo can be a very hard sign. So to get through mm. the, the summer, we need to desire. We need to mm. desire to be in a state of, of, of harmony. Mm. It's interesting that you bring up the, for, for some cultures, the, or the old Egyptians used to be solstice used to be the beginning of the new year because yes, it is the longest day, but at the same time, it, the days are getting shorter again. So for yes. some people, they love that idea that when the winter hits and Christmas time comes, that the days are actually getting longer again. You don't see it yet, but you f- have this feeling like, oh, I mean, I know my wife says too, oh God, days are getting shorter again. Of course, we haven't had much of a of a spring. We have had some wet spring, but um, we just hope that the summer is going to be beautiful. But it's more than about weather. It's more sure it is. So you, you mm-hmm. when you think about that, these points as first of all, you're going to think about the equinoxes and the solstices as the gateways, and you look at an astrological chart, mm-hmm. and you can see it has quadrants. Yes, and really these are divided up by the um, by the equinoxes and by the solstices. So they are the gateways mm-hmm. into the different into the the changes, like changing gears in a car, the changes mm-hmm. of energy. But when you think about when you meditate and contemplate where you were. Uh, December 21st right. and what has happened since then and maybe even in the last few weeks 
uh-huh. where you've gone and you see that there's a, a kind of there's a certain sense there should be of a resolution mm-hmm. it's, it's there's a sense of some things having come to a head new things beginning mm-hmm. you can sense that within yourself okay and now you are moving again toward the winter solstice it's mm-hmm. true mm-hmm. take mm-hmm. advantage of the time use it well but we are moving again mm-hmm. and in montana we really feel it because we know that the uh the days of summer are short yeah I want to let some of you know uh, who are not who are regular listeners of the program who may not be aware of astrology, and, I, and I'm not definitely not an expert here at all. Kathy, that's why we have Kathy here. But it's sometimes easy to visualize the uh, astrolo- astrological chart as indeed a, a circle and like a clock, like a watch that you have on your on your wrist, and you have the twelve o'clock on the top, and you got the six on the bottom, the three and the nine, and uh, so what. The first sign is at the 12 o'clock is Capricorn. Is Capricorn, right. But where, it, so Capricorn and then at the bottom at six o'clock, you got your Cancer. Cancer. And so you have Father and mother. Aries and Libra on the three and the nine. And so you can fill out all the astrological signs in there. So when Kathy is talking about quadrants, she talks, for example, about the first quadrant uh, from 12 o'clock to 3 o'clock. Well, and, and actually the worldly astrology begins at Aries. That is correct. So it, does that mean Aries starts at 12 o'clock? The, it, it, at zero. No. You can look at it. No, really, Aries is going to be at not on the position of 9 o'clock. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, it's going to uh-huh. be in the position of 9 o'clock. So yeah. although, just like Daniel was talking about his rising sign. Correct. Right? So he said, am I a Sagittarius or a Capricorn? My guess is Sagittarius from, okay. from the little I know of him. But so let's just say he has Sagittarius, just like you can see on, on uh, well, this is the chart of the United States, for All example, right. with okay. Sagittarius rising, uh-huh. right? Okay. So let's just say he has Sagittarius rising, but this is the natural point of Aries. Mm. So the natural point of Aries, which is the beginning of the cycle, is still the point of me because me is my reference for everything else okay at this point in our evolution okay and so that would mean that if if daniel indeed has sagittarius there then that his sense of who he is for example his sense of spirituality his beliefs in life would be really important to him in defining who he is okay right you're a scorpio rising you told us last time Mm -hmm. right now one thing would be fun is for you and chuck to read the scorpio chapter okay because it's not just about the sun sign once you understand Mm -hmm. the the, the each sign you can apply it to different positions mm-hmm. so you're both going to be very incisive you're both going to be you're you're looking for answers you have great uh, sensitivity mm-hmm. but it's going to come out in somewhat different ways oh yeah right oh yeah right chuck it, uh, you know maybe this is what we should do buddy have a nice meeting and you read a page and i read a page and you read a page and i read a page well, the rancher I was talking about, who actually is a philosopher, he w- he said to me, I read the Scorpio section, and there was my son. He's right there. Uh, he's right. He's right there. Yes. You know, so that was, he was a lot of fun to talk to. Mm. And so, for example, let's talk about cancer, because we're all moving into cancer. Cancer is emotional. Cancer is sensitive. Cancer tends to be reactive. People say, why do you take things so personally? Mm-hmm. Cancer relates to the mother. The mother is the most mm-hmm. personal person in our life, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but let's just say somebody uh, doesn't have the sun in, in cancer. They have, they have Mars in cancer. Mars is their action planet. And so people who have Mars in cancer, you need to get your chart done to know it. It's hard for them to do things if they don't feel like it. 
I see. Uh, until I see. they get, so they may have to get at some point in their life a sense of I need to do this because it's the right thing to do. So that which is the opposite, which is Capricorn. Okay. Otherwise, they may not. Sometimes Mars and Cancer people until they get revved up and they really want it, if they don't have the emotion behind. Or let's just say you have Mercury in Cancer. Someone just say you have a somebody who has Mercury in Cancer. Well, then they're going to be very sensitive. They're going to be sensitive and emotional and and maybe very tender in their thinking. I see. Because you can take the Mercurian uh, communication and put it together. So when you read the sun signs, you're going to get the basis for beginning your astrological adventure. Yeah, yeah. Famous people in Cancer that we can relate to? Uh, Princess Diana. Uh-huh. Uh, Dalai Lama. Mm. Nelson Mandela. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So there's a whole section in my book about Princess Diana. Mm -hmm. And she really became an icon of the mother. Uh, and the mother is the return of the mother energy is an Aquarian theme. Yes. And she was very close. She was very, very close friends with Mother Teresa. Yes, that's right. Right. Mother Teresa was a Virgo. So Virgo is the mother in the earth element. Ah. These are the two mother signs. Mm -hmm. you no. Know? And you can also read about. So whenever you have a cancer, take the name. I know some people listening do know astrology and they want to get a little bit more. Sure. So you look at you're going to look at the moon because the moon rules cancer. Mm -hmm. And so Princess Diana had the moon in Aquarius. What do you mean the moon rules cancer? OK, well, every planet. So, yeah. so for example, Saturn rules Capricorn. Every. If, if oh, OK. Every sign has a planet Pluto. Pluto rules, rules Scorpio. Okay. And that's why Scorpios are so intense. Yeah. But Scorpios aren't meant to stay that way. They're meant they they they're meant to go from the scorpion to the eagle. They're the ones who regenerate, who change. Right? See, and the problem for you, Chuck, is Pluto is not a planet anymore. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> but I'm gonna warn you, Jacobi, So you're lost. But I have to warn you because I know. you have Scorpio rising, so anything you say about him, well, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, but, I, but what I want to say about Diana is that, so you're going to look at the moon, and so what I talk about there's a section in my book about Diana, and the footnote is for those who really want to see a little bit more about astrology. She she fit in well enough in the palace, but she wasn't. She wanted to do her thing her way, mm -hmm. and that's why we loved her. I see. They're very Aquarian. She was but out that's of the why ordinary. It she was, was out of the ordinary. She was individualistic. That's but that what's what is what made her such a pain for the royal family. I see. You see? And and but you also see her as the mother figure, but you see her as being tormented by an unhappy marriage mm -hmm. marriage. So all these different things. You can read about uh Nelson Mandela actually shows you the point of the he was a father to his jailers when he was in jail. Did you know that? You know, I've heard that before. He was had so much respect. Uh, well, he had for, so much love. Uh, so even though this is the sign of the mother, you're seeing it in a man. And, you know, I give the example of Jesus when he compared himself to a mother hen, mm. which is, a very can, you know, a cancer theme. And he said, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, I'd take you under my wings, but you would not have me. I see. You know, you were the ones who stoned the prophets. Mm. So you see the... The sense of the mother in the man who become who wants to embrace the nation, hmm. and mm -hmm. but one so one thing I've seen about cancer men though maybe we'll get some cancer men calling in hmm. is that they don't especially in our society uh, they don't always express emotion openly. I see. So you may think, oh, they're not so emotional. Hmm. When you get to know them. Yes, it's there. I see. And then uh, you want to talk about health. They cancer's the stomach. Mm. Can't cancer has to do with the stomach. So what does the what does our our processing of emotion have to do 
with our digestion. Yes. We talk about how people and a lot of cancers, and they're not the only ones, use food um, as comfort. Oh. And how actually there's a food, you actually feel like um, a, the cells, you feel a sense of comfort, but you're actually hurting yourself. Mm-hmm. And then when they decide to go on a diet or a detox, it all comes out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. But, Very interesting. Yeah, but there. But what's really coming out is their deep is their memories. So all the water signs, Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces, have to do with memory. So all these mm. memories come out, and the instinct is to push it away. Hmm. But if you push it away, what's going to happen is eventually comes out in the physical body because the energy has to go somewhere. Uh, you, so I'm, you bet. So I'm talking to you in a way that I'm getting. I'm going into your field. So I'm showing you how even though this is a, I'm talking astrology, we're really talking the same thing. We're just giving, because we work from different angles, we can discover new things about life. Well, talking about health, I, uh, I, I don't want to change the topic, but uh, very interesting because uh, Capricorns uh, have knee problems and I just tore my ACL. So I, uh, again, for the fourth time, so three on the same knee, left knee, whatever that means. So uh, the knee, bones, and teeth. Very interesting. Yeah. So there must be a lesson for me to be learned. Karma. <laughs> I thought I balanced my karma. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, you know, the way it rolls with karma. I know, I know. But there's something that I need to learn out of this. And I, uh, you know, first there's the frustration, but then you got to dig deeper. Well, the way it rolls with karma, uh, no one can tell you how much karma you have or what your karma is or how much you've balanced. And I they, know, and they I do. know. But... The way the, the the way it rolls is that once you've balanced your own karma, you take on world karma. It's true. And also, and really astrologically, for example, when you look at Capricorn, Capricorn's a very uh, spiritual sign. Capricorn has to do with the crown chakra. I talk about the chakras in this mm, book too. Yeah, so the yeah. light comes down, it comes in, mm. comes into the crown, and then it, it's applied to the physical. So how, and I see this, for example, in, in your um, Gesundheit. Mm. It means a lot of love. It just feels good just walking in there. It's almost, and I think you say at different places, we're more about healing yeah. than, than anything else, mm-hmm. right? So this is the spiritual. But some people in Capricorn, but to really get the spiritual message out, you need to know how to build. You mm-hmm. need to know how to do a business. Mm-hmm. You need to know how to do these things. Absolutely. And some people in Capricorn get very materialistic because that's what they're tuning into and they kind of miss the point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's there. Interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so, but you come to a certain, and, and yeah, you know, we could, so Capricorn in itself, and for example, in Capricorn, you often get false accusation. But you get to a certain point that it doesn't really matter if so-and-so is accusing me or I've been accusing him, you just want in Capricorn for there to be a more constructive energy. Mm. Hmm. That's a spiritual concept. Hmm. Chuck, you had some issues with your work about criticism. Let's. He has said, for example, um, that I wonder, could that have happened in his case in the Capricorn time, let's say uh, December, January, was that kind of when you start having these issues that you... Yeah, it was more was February-ish. It was February-ish? Well, but you see, we don't have his chart. No, we don't. But I, because of the, uh, uh, we all moving through, we're all going to move through the cancer right now, you know, as a, as a world. No, but and that's so, true. So I thought since you bring up this, the criticism, um, falsely accused, he's been dealing with some issues that he and I have talked about where he's been falsely accused of things. And I was just wondering if that happened to happen maybe in, well, the, in the Capricorn you're think, month. Now, now you're starting to think like an astrologer. Oh. Your thinking is, is, is right. And that, and really it is, that's why you can read any chapter of my book 
and identify with it. Right. So when you so when you walk when we move into cancer, we're not just thinking about cancers; we're thinking about ourselves in cancer. So I don't know the rest of Chuck's chart. Sure. But I but what can I tell him as? I could probably see it very rapidly if I knew his chart, mm. but I can tell him as a Scorpio that ultimately he's going to have to forgive and forget. Mm. And Scorpios are, can Scorpios will forgive, but they have a hard time forgetting. Usually, yeah. And you think about Scorpio, Scorpio, and like we were playing around with before, Scorpio, you go from the experience of being the scorpion to going the phoenix to being the eagle. So, and sometimes even in false accusation, which is an awful experience, but sometimes the enemy even helps you mm-hmm. by pointing out things about yourself that you need to see. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. sometimes I think it was Nicholas Rorick who taught us about that. And Dalai Lama talks about that, about how the enemy can really be your best friend if you're on the path. I see. You just have to turn it around. Mm. Gesundheit with Jacobus. Kathy Garcia is my guest. We're talking about transformational astrology. And um, I know that she has so much information. We can easily talk three hours just with the two of us or with the three of us here. But if you have anything, you know, obviously you probably know your sun sign. You should know when you were born, when your birthday is. Then give her a call at her telephone number in Paradise Valley. It's 406 333 Zero four three 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 four eight zero four. You can find also a lot of information on her website, the three magi dot com. The three magi dot com. And uh, but like I said, if you. But uh, anyway, we appreciate your listening. So it's uh, cancer. So we're in the cancer. Yeah, my sister is a cancer, and I can see that whole mother aspect. Um, Definitely in her. I did want to say something. Yeah, that, please. You know, part of the response that I get to this book, for this book and the way I work, is that some people like yourselves are just dipping their feet in. Mm-hmm. They're dipping their feet in and they want astrology to be simple. They want to understand what seemed like a foreign language to them. Yeah. I enjoy doing that. Mm-hmm. Other people have been studying for 40 years. They want to get something different. They want to go beyond. They want to talk. So I'm here to to talk with all of you. Yeah. And I'm saying you're going to have to have a little patience. If somebody's the new person, have a little patience for stuff that they don't quite get yet. But if somebody wants more, well, call us and let us know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why when you say what direction the show will take, I'm here for whoever's listening and what they want, to, where they want to go with it. And I want to remind the listeners, well, as we, as we said in March, that anyone who's listening who sends me, shoots me an email or calls me that would like a free chart, that I can send them through email. Wow. For example, if Chuck would like to know what was going on, you know, does he have anything in Capricorn or what was going on? Well, just send me your, write me, send me your information. And I'm offering that to all the listeners today. That's wonderful. That's a great gift. Thank you. Yeah. Mm. So we are, this is so interesting that you mentioned there's a seven hour time difference, uh, a longer day, daylight in at, at, sol, at uh, summer solstice than there's winter solstice. That's a, that's a huge issue. Now, the summer forecast, what, what do you mean by that? What I mean is that things that we have to kind of pay attention to. Yeah. What I, what I mean is that when you think about the quadrants again. Yes. And you think about cancer as being the gateway to the the summer, Mm -hmm. then we are, most people have least mastery in their emotions. That's true. But here we go. Here we go. Of course, entering the emotion, there's a richness, there's an orchestration, there's loveliness, there's sensitivity. So really, you, you almost have to determine, 
you have to determine that you're that you're going to hold your peace. You you have to determine mm-hmm. that that you're going to try to act rather than react. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can brace yourself, like I said, which is a Leo concept. You can brace yourself with gratitude. In Cancer and Capricorn, um, it's very easy to complain mm-hmm. and to gripe. Mm-hmm. You can decide you're not going to do that. You're not going to complain. You're not going to gripe. And you can then your whole experience this summer, and of course, we're talking individually, but we're also talking as a people. And, you know, the United States is a cancer country. Did you know that? I didn't. Yeah. Well, when you look at the conceptual chart, which is the chart that is usually used for the uh, United States of July 4th, 1776. Of course, July 4th, yes. Yeah, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's 13 degrees cancer. Uh-huh. And remember when I was talking about the Egyptians and Sirius? Well, 13 degrees Cancer is conjoined the fixed star Sirius, which is the brightest star in the heavens. And so you wonder, did the, did the founding fathers secretly get an astrologer or was this date just picked? So you see, and I also talk about in my book how the United States has this mother culture. Yes. But also you can get the smothering mother I see. Where you overprotect your children, you interfere in their affairs, you uh, don't know when to stop sometimes. Or you look at Princess Diana. Yes. And, and no matter what was going on in her personal life, she was wonderful with the children all over the world. Hmm. Hmm. So this is a bit, this is a time of great testing that we can talk about with the United States. All right. Let's do that. Kathy is giving us some great insights. I really appreciate you here. You just broaden the, 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 the vision. So much appreciated. Uh, we're going to be on till 11 o'clock. And so we appreciate you listening. So stay tuned. We will be right back after the news. Better than pleading the fifth. Why must I be surrounded by fools? Becoming a student of the Gesundheit with Jacobus radio show.